there are many things that you cannot change and you cannot cause to change. For example, your genetics, you can monkey with things, but you really can't change your genetics. You can change your hair color, uh, but you really can't change your hair color, if you know what I'm saying. Your hair is going to remain the same. Give an example here, Rob. Rob Bailey over here. Yeah. <laughs> Rob has, uh, you notice his hair like that? That's in his genetics. He doesn't color his hair. Don't you wish you could get that to happen? You know, that's pretty cool, isn't it? That's the coolest thing. You know, and some of you, you don't have any hair, and that's your genetics too. Let me tell you that. That's the way it is. You know, your height, really, maybe you can monkey with that a little bit, but there's not much you can do about your height. And even your build, you can work on your build, and it's not really going to be something that you can change. And if you do start monkeying around with plastic surgery, have you seen some of the people who've done that? I mean, not always does that come out good, does it? It doesn't look so great. So, you know, I realize that sometimes it can happen and it will look better, I guess. But most of the time I'm saying they should have stayed exactly the way they looked before. You don't get a choice in a lot of things. Did you realize that except for Jesus, nobody got to choose their own mother? Have you thought about that? He got to choose his own mother. How about that? Isn't that an incredible thing? The Bible tells us to honor mothers, you know, and and that means you honor your mother no matter what. Do you understand? That means you honor your mother whether she's done some of the, if she does something wrong or she does something right, you honor your mother. You honor your mother regardless of the circumstances that are out there. You just do it. The scripture tells us in Exodus chapter 20 verse 12 to honor your father and your mother that your days may be long. You hear these promises coming out of this. In the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So are mothers actually honored? I think that little children do a better job of that sometimes than as we get older. You see, when we're little children, we think mom knows everything. And everything she says is absolutely right. You could not, mom can't say anything that is wrong because we, we say mom is, is, that's just what my mom is. And if my mom agrees with your mom, then your mom is wrong because my mom is right. But then we turn 12. And then what happens? What we find is that our mothers are not perfect. Do you understand what I'm saying? We find that they may have done something a little bit wrong, and especially when they did something which we think is the most egregious wrong, and that is they didn't let us do something that we wanted to do. And because of that, we go from the age of what we call an age of generalization. We have the age of generalization where they could do nothing wrong until they cannot do anything right. And you see, we're still living in that immaturity today because, quite frankly, we're doing this with our political parties, aren't we? We're saying, my party is right and your party is all wrong. And that's an age of generalization. It's an immaturity within us, even as a nation. And we do that with our moms. And so we can grow out of that. And when we do, we start to realize the real value of our mothers. They were not perfect. But they were our mothers. And they were doing their best most of the time. They were trying to do the right thing. And because, you know what, we're all fallen people, whether we're mothers or fathers or brothers or sisters or whatever we are, we are all fallen people. And sometimes, even at our very best, we might get things wrong. 
You see, what we start doing and the problem that we have in those teenagers is sometimes it goes on to us with other things in our lives is that, is that we think that we're a God. You say, well, no, I don't think that I'm a God. Yes, we set ourselves up with God so that we can judge. For only one, or once we are gods, even our mothers will fall under judgment. You realize that then we can judge our mothers and we don't, we, we can say, well, well, my mom is this and my mom is this and my mom is this and we can judge our mothers. And see, our fallen nature naturally sets us up as gods, as a God. We want that in our lives. You see, our fallen nature is such that God created us in his image. That means that he created us with a sense of justice. He sent us, uh, created us with, with love and mercy and, 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 and even a holiness within us and all of that kind of stuff. But it all got corrupted. And when it got corrupted, what we did, was we went from t- saying, you know what? We want to be like God in the sense of his justice and his mercy and all of that to being we want to be a God. And that is the very thing that was that Satan tempted Adam and Eve, by the way, in the garden. In Genesis 3, 5, it says, Satan was talking. He said, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And down deep, what we want to do is be like a God. And that's a corrupted nature that we have deep down in our flesh. And so what we might come to a point, especially in our lives, you could say, well, my problem is my mother. My mother raised me this way. And that is completely wrong. What if moms are dishonorable in some ways? The Bible doesn't tell us not to honor them. You just have to realize that some days are going to be like this. The Bible says it over and over again. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2. Honor your father and mother. This is the first command with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. A lot of you are saying right now, you know, I I don't think things are going well with me. Have you ever thought about this verse when you thought about this? That you may live long in the land and it may go well with you. Could it possibly be that you don't really know what honor is? See, honor means to prize them highly. Your mothers are considered important. They're more important than your friends. They're more important than things. They're more important than events. They're not more important than Jesus. And this is a hard thing for us to grasp. Let's say with the, we, we love our mothers with all that is within us and we love our mothers. And yet the Bible tells us what? That we're supposed to hate our mothers? How does that work? Jesus said in Luke chapter 14, verse 26, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. That is a difficult passage for a lot of people. But think of it this way, and this is, this is where I think the Lord really spoke to me this morning. I am a finite human being, and my finiteness is not even a percentage of what God's infiniteness is. You realize what I'm saying? You take any number, no matter how big that number is, and you want to know what the percentage of that that number is of of infinity, and you won't come up with a percentage. In fact, you cannot come up with a percentage. And you need to realize that with all of your human capacity to love your mother, it is in comparison like love and hate and what you should have for Jesus. 
That's the reality of what is being said here. So it is so that you can see that you follow after the Lord Jesus Christ, but you don't stop honoring your mother. You see, we make time for the things we consider important. That statement does go both ways. We make time for the people that we consider important. You know, and, and what we need to do is understand that sometimes our mothers who have given us so much time, we need to give our mothers some time too. I remember years ago, I, I sat down with a man who was he, was, he was neglecting his family in a weird way. Let me explain it. He was working so many hours so that he could make a living for his family. Understand, he had a right motive. But what he was doing, he was losing his family at the same time. What he was doing was he was getting up before his family got up and he was going to work and he was coming in when, uh, after his family had already gone to bed. And so I snatched a little time from him one day. I took him to lunch and I said to him, let me tell you what I think you're doing and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I said, you're trading the love of the people who love you for the people who don't love you. Am I correct? You're, the people that love you are at your house. The people that you're trying to please and get to love you are the people that don't love you. They're the people at work. I said, do you see how that could be a problem? If you really love your family, you've got to spend some time with them. You really love your mom? You've got to spend some time with her. See, most of us grew up with mothers who wanted us to be happy. Especially wanted us to be safe and may have even had some fear that something would happen to us and we wouldn't make it. Talking about physically. Mothers have put us before themselves. This is a very common thing. You know, they say a man can work from, uh, what is it, dust to dawn, but the mother's work is never done. You know, it really is the truth. Your mother was up before anybody else in the family doing things for the family. And when she got home, even if she got home for work, she continued to work. So your mom sacrificed for you, spent money on you that she could have spent on herself. Since you, you know, and, and children, and we're all children, by the way. As children, we need to recognize this. We need to prize our mothers. We need to brag on our mothers to other people, like we were when we were little children. My mom was, my mom is great. My mom does wonderful things. And you know, you need to, you need to tell your mothers how great they are. But the other side of it is, you ought to tell the other people. Wouldn't you be weird if you told other people how great your mother was? And wouldn't that be right to do in the first place? Think about that. You're as a teenager, you know, everybody's trashing their parents. You know what I'm saying? And you say, but my mom is great. They'll really keep you out of their games after that, I guarantee you. But I'm going to tell you what, it's the right thing to do. You know, becoming a Christian didn't mean you were going to have everybody hang around you all the time. But I would tell you, that would be the kind of thing that stood out in a Christian witness. To say, let me tell you about my mom. My mom is great. My mom got up this morning and she made such and such breakfast for me. My mom, you know what? She's always made sure that I had what I needed. She, my mom said, you know what? You're wearing out your shoes. We need to get you some new shoes. And she went out and got me new shoes with her. You know, and, and they talked about that. Honor means that we love them dearly. Mothers are to be loved. 
There's a weakness in a person that does not love his or her mother. And I don't care if you had a good mother or a bad mother. There's always going to be something missing in your life if you do not love your mother regardless of what happened. I don't care if she deserved it or not. You still will have that weakness. But do your mothers know that you love them? How? Is it that every Christmas and maybe on Mother's Day, you, you buy her flowers on Mother's Day and you give her something on Christmas and, and you say, good, I got that obligation out of the way? I will tell you right now, I don't know of one mother who would rather have love from you than your obligation. And I do not know of one mother who would not trade every obligatory gift that you may have given them just for a hug and a phone call sometimes. I can tell you that's what it is to be a mother. Genuine love does not need motivation. We simply do things without it being Mother's Day, without it being Christmas, without it being her birthday. We just simply do things. When I was working with college students, used to take college students to a funeral home on Halloween, not because of the Halloween factor, but because they don't do many funerals on Halloween. And because of that, we had the opportunity to go and arrange it with the funeral director that he could explain to the students what it is like to plan a funeral because none of them knew how to do it. And probably even everyone here has probably never planned more than two funerals. Two or three is about the most you'll ever get that is a, as a normal individual, not like me, but like a normal individual that you'll ever do to, to uh, plan a funeral. So we'd take these college students and we would go through the whole thing. I mean, we'd go through the service. We would go through, we'd go back into the room where they, you know, they sell all the caskets. They have a showroom, you know, with all the caskets. And I remember one funeral director talking to the uh, to the students one time, and, and he said this. Let me see if I can get it right here. He said, he said, he said uh, guys and gals, he said, love your mothers now. Because some people come in here trying to buy the most expensive casket we have in the room to show their mothers that they love them. And they can't show their mothers they love them uh, with that. They don't need that most expensive casket. They need your love right now. You show them now while they're alive. And I agreed with that. I said, what a great funeral director. See, honor is to obey them conditionally. I did. I said that right. Conditionally, not unconditionally. See, there is no substitute for the Lord. Ephesians 6, 1 says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. See, mothers can do the wrong things occasionally. And the Lord is God. You obey your mother in everything she tells you if it does not violate your relationship with God. But out of love, we obey our mothers. Even out of love, we obey our Lord. And so, in fact, he says that if you love me, I'll tell you what to do. You, you do what I tell you to do. You obey my commands. And John 14, 23, Jesus answered him. He says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. 
and my father will love him and and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. In fact, it says here, basically it says, in fact, if you don't obey, you don't love. That's what it's really saying there. And so what you need to do is you you need to say, if I love my mom, I'm going to do what she says. Unless it unless it takes away from my relationship with the Lord, unless it is a disobedience to the to the Lord. And, and you really better know that when my children were little, I had them say this so many times that they, they were kind of, you know, it's kind of rote when they would not do what I told them to do. I would say to them, I said, do you know why I am so insistent on you obeying me? And I remember the time when my, my uh, oldest daughter, was. she kind of rolled her eyes and said, because if we don't obey the Father that we can see, we won't obey the Father that we can't see. I said, you got it. You got it. You don't got it with the right attitude, but you got it. You see, if you sneak around behind their backs, if you do the things that you shouldn't do, you're not being obedient and you're not showing love. Obedience is a reverence for your mothers. And by this, by this I'd have to say delayed obedience is rebellion. Obedience is respect. It is listening and doing. It's learning from them. Now, did Jesus obey his parents? I think everybody wants to point to the time when he was 12. I, I got everybody pointing that. Said, was he obeying his parents there? Because he stayed in Jerusalem while they were headed off for Nazareth. And it says in Luke chapter 2, verse 48, and it's when his parents, they finally came back and they found him. It says, when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Now, let's see if he got it, he got it right. He says, what I am doing is serving God the father right now. That's important in the most part there. But guess what it says in the next verse right after that? It says in verse uh, 50, And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive, submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. You see what happened there? He was submissive to them. I mean, here's the Lord being submissive to his mother. And she treasured this in her heart. I believe that every mother treasures the obedience that you give her. She treasures that. So unless God has led you, and you better be sure that he has led you in this, you do what your mother says. Obedience is the summation of prizing and loving We prize our parents in obedience. We love our parents in obedience. We are protected in that obedience. We are secure in our relationship with our parents in obedience. You see, when it said that things may go well with you, well, you see, people seek peace in their lives and they often can't find it. And many of the times it's because there is a relationship problem with their their parents and often with their mother. I had a guy who was, I'm, I'm telling you, he was probably 68 years of age. And he told me that he'd had such a conflict with his mother 
that what he did was is that he needed to ask his parents forgiveness. So his mom has already gone to be with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So he drove 200 miles one way. 200 miles one way. And he told me he stood at her grave, even though he knew she wasn't in that, in that box anymore. But symbolically, he stood at her grave. He said it was raining. It was in Louisiana. He said it was raining. And he apologized for all the back talk that he could remember, even at 68 years of age, that he gave his mom. All the disobedience and when he didn't do what he was supposed to do. All of the ignoring of her that he had done through time through the years while she was alive. All the words that were said that were hurtful to her. All the things, again, that he had done. And he went and he asked for forgiveness. And you know what he said? One of the most cleansing things I've ever done. Because even though my mom was in heaven, essentially is what he's saying. He said, I got things right. I got things right. See, so some of you may need to forgive your parents. Some may need to ask for forgiveness. Maybe there's some words that they said to you. Maybe there's some things that... They said to you or did to you. And you need to say, I forgive you. But most of us, if our mothers are not local, and if we cannot, uh, and if they are alive, we need to call them. If they are local, we need to go and we need to hug our moms. We need to honor our moms all the days of our lives. How important is this? Let's look in the Bible. Honor your mother. This statement is cited seven other times in Scripture. Seven other times. I know there's some other things that are cited, a few more than that. But it must have been important. Now, if I could get the uh, music team to come back up here as I'm going to... I want to show you a video as they they make their way up here. Now, this video, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. It is a South Central Bell commercial. I bet most of you don't even know that there was a South Central Bell. And maybe that's, that's the way it was. But there used to be a company called South Central Bell. There were all the Bell families, which were all the telephone systems in the United States. So it's a commercial. So you know it's old. In fact, this video is over 50 years old. You will be able to tell because Bear Bryant is in it. And he's still coaching uh, Alabama at this point. So to give you a little bit of an idea, that's what's in this video. But I wanted you especially to hear what he had to say about his mom. So could you play that video now? 